Uh, hello and welcome to Gibberish Fan. My name is James and I'm joined for this episode of Cursory Conversation recorded on the 28th of May 2016 by... Me. <laughs> Teddy? <laughs> yeah. Are you still going by Teddy? I don't know. Who cares? Tanya, Teddy, whatever. They both start with T. It's fine. Um, how are you doing, Tanya? I'm well. I'm well. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in ages. Yeah, it's been a while. Bad friend. Uh, I, uh, I've, it's just, May has just been like every Monday there's been like a deadline submission I've had to do. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll postpone cursory conversation. And, but I've got all this backlog of old, uh, like interviews I've done with people that I haven't posted on Jimmy Shafan. I'm like, oh, there's still be plenty of content, but of course I've never had time to even edit them and put them up. So I wouldn't even have had time to edit cursory conversation mm. anyway. <laughs> I should just say before we move on that we're recording at top of Fremantle on, I think, is it called Monument Hill? Yes, I think so. There's a big moor memorial here. It's a really nice view. It's a big grass mound. It's got a view of the harbour. Yeah. Um, the city, the Fremantle city. The, you can see Rotnest. I made Tanya sit for a back to the thing because of the wind. <laughs> the wind Sad. Is, so she can't really see. I wanted to sit on the floor, but the sun was in my eyes. So. Uh, I think you can see Garden, uh, is that Garden Island over there. Uh, you know what? I can't see, James. Over there, point. Because my look, back is turned. Look where I'm pointing. See in the distance, the hills have gone. Yes, I can right see there. it. Yes. Karnak Island over there. But it's nice. Yeah, the sun's out. It's a nice place to just chill out with a view, really. Yeah, I was worried it was going to rain, but the sun's out right now. We'll be okay. And we've got the car park right there, so we can just chuck, run into the car if something goes down. <laughs> Seems we're going to have like a gang war. I'm not a huge fan of Fremantle because they're the home of Fremantle Dockers. Oh, no, Fremantle is one of my favourite places. It's one of my, I've always wanted to live around here. It's one of my favourite places. I think it's beautiful. Is it cold and windy all the time? No. Fremantle, the internationalist Fremantle is uh, sort of the port city that's attached to Perth, where we are from. Mm. And it's quite chill and hip, hippie. It's good. For hippie, lots of old buildings because it's, it's where the settlers first came in. Yes. So it's one of the only like historical places in Perth. I guess so. Well. Well, yeah. I mean, with older buildings, because everything's pretty new, you know. So. Yeah. It's a luxury to see. But old also buildings. has like a giant harbour full of tanking. Came so it has a weird anti-aesthetic mm. to it. Um, how are you, Tanya? Yeah. I didn't really ask you. Yeah, what well, you been I've been I've been busy been? too. So it's kind of worked out all right that you've been busy at the same time. Um, just doing the same old sort of stuff the few other interesting things in and around so yeah just been rehearsing and rehearsing for the same shows yes for the play auditioning for other things um no not really actually not in a not in a little bit um I was a body paint model for my best friend the other day oh right yeah that was on Tuesday um and it was awesome like so what does that involve standing around naked for about five or six hours and you just get painted yeah like an actual artwork on you or was it just patterns no artwork well like um it depends they because it was for well, one I mean, of everything's the, artwork but is it like it's not like a portrait of someone else on you no no um well it depends on what the person wanted to do it was for a their theme as- like a, a yeah, tiger or something yeah it was for their assessment so everyone had different things and um yeah i was really excited because i like well, kind of. 
I'm not the most body confident person in the world and my best friend has been doing makeup for like a year now yeah. and I've wanted to help her out with an assessment but I always had class and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to... Do you have to do it in front of the rest of the class? Yeah, like everyone's set up and... I mean, you're all half naked, so it's fine. But... um, What? You do it as a class? Yeah. You're mean? not just sitting around at home? No. Painting. You go to a studio and then you get photos taken too. Afterwards. Okay. Right. So we. Right, had but wouldn't you do that after you've been painted, or they put yeah, photograph you while you're still naked? No. Well, yeah, but you're still naked once you're painted. Like you feel a, you feel right. a bit you feel a bit better about it, but you're essentially you're still naked when you have clothes boobs, on, aren't you? You just have clothes on. Yeah, but you feel a bit better about it. But really, all that's covering your breasts are nipple covers. You have so pasties. Yeah, you've got nipple covers, and I wore underwear, so I wasn't completely starkers, but. When um, so when you're first getting painted and you're like halfway there, so how many other models awkward. are there? There was like I don't know, maybe like ten or something. So you're really just staring them. at each other, going, "Oh." No, I mean it was a bit funny. We were just kind of all sitting there, and a couple of people had done it before. Some people hadn't, so it was it was interesting. But yeah, so I kind of. What did you get painted as? I was a galaxy. She oh, right. painted me as a Stars. galaxy. What are the other people painting? Um. There was someone who painted on, it was like a Frankenstein-y bikini thing, a sailor suit, uh, like a mosaic thing, like pattern. Hers was gorgeous, what she did to me. It was like all these like blue, um, yellow, pinks, oranges and stuff in like patches and like mm. clouds all over my body. And then she like put some like silver and like stars and black speckles all over it as well mm-hmm. to make it look like so did she gorgeous. use like real constellations or was it just random stars? no it wasn't like she just put random ones on there from a distance because the paint's metallic so it gives this nice like shimmer yeah. after and yeah it was it, i thought it was gorgeous it's hard work for them man they literally paint you for five six hours i was exhausted and i was just standing there when i got home i was like yeah. i am so tired from yeah. standing up um yeah so then you all get painted up they have a certain time limit and then we got photos done and they get a couple for their portfolio. So Do you get some? Yeah, I'll get or them. On Instagram, get some likes. Um, I don't know if I'll post them on Instagram, to be honest. I don't know, it depends on how they it depends Last on Last time how we were talking you were talking about how to get the most likes. No we weren't. You? Were we? Or maybe it was someone else. No, I'm not really that fussed, to be honest. Um it's more just, yeah, I thought about it. But yeah, like I said, I'm not the most body confident person. So I was like, you know what, it's a challenge for me to stand there naked all day so i will come and do it and it'll be a challenge for me it'll be a challenge for you it's great and um i did it so and the photos are all girls all all girl models the photographer was male yeah and was not gay and he was hovering around the whole day um even though you have to take photos until you actually finish yeah but he wanted i guess he wanted to see what the concepts were for like posing and stuff so he was asking oh, yeah. them. So he was asking the makeup artists, you know, what what they're doing and stuff like that. So that was um, that was fun. And then yeah, and then he takes pictures of you and he's asking you to put, you know, your arm here. He was great though, but yeah, it was just a bit awkward to be like, just as a female, you're so used to posing clothed, generally, generally, yeah. you're wearing a bra or something. So trying to like maneuver your body, <laughs> like. When you're freeballing, it's it's yeah. a bit interesting. Um, yeah. How old were the models? Like, yeah, we're all about the same age, I'd oh, say. Right. So there's no like fifty year old. No, no, but um, it's more just yeah. It depends on how the photos turn out. If if the photos turn out really like, you can just see that it's just boob. Yeah. <laughs> then I don't think I'll pose them. But if they're quite tasteful, like in the sense of like he didn't make me do any weird poses. I just mean tasteful in the sense that it just doesn't look like Is I'm it all standing the front there. On or like. 
Um, I think yeah, they're Is all front. Back? I think they're all front on the ones you got. No, yeah, no back ones. Do they so, pay you back? No, she smudged it across, but not fully. Okay. So yeah, like if they turn out that it doesn't look like I've got <laughs> just just boob, then I might post one because it's beautiful. I think she did a fantastic job. So um, yeah, like she's she's really talented. So I was like, yes, paint me. Um, I had to feed her lunch because she was so busy like the whole time. <laughs> Mm. And her hands were covered in paint. So, oh, right. So yeah, they got pizza and I'm just feeding her pizza. <laughs> and we've been best friends since we're about 11 or 12. Yeah. And she's like, have I'm going to have to... Have naked around each other? Uh, as females, you get dressed in front of each other all the time. So yeah. like, okay. not so much that, but she laughed. She's like, I'm going to have to touch your boobs. I was like, you've known me since I've had boobs. I don't see why this is an issue. You've known me since they arrived. Yeah. So, um, but that was pretty amusing when when she had to paint them because she was just like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm touching your boobs. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. But because the, the kind of motion that she had to do to paint them was like a dabbing motion. So it was just all jiggle. It was great. Yeah. She was very amused. They uh, should have shot that in slow motion. <laughs> well, actually, the, that got you some light the photographer screen. was standing behind her when she went to grab my boob to like lift it and start painting it hmm. and just she just took this big deep breath before she went over and groped me and he was standing behind uh-huh. her and he started laughing and I'm like oh thank you for laughing at her grabbing my boob that makes me feel really comfortable um, I 100% don't think he needed to be <laughs> nah he, he did he did really? um, yeah he was very patient um, and he tried not to like I could tell he wasn't just like oogling at everyone. So why, why pasties why not just go the whole hog um, I think to help if you get a fripple like hair what no if you get cold nipples yeah you know how they become erect yeah I think the nipple covers help to cover that in case of expansion contraction wrecks the painting uh, I don't know if it'll wreck the painting but in the photo it might turn out more prominent if you are yeah. You know, and if you're self-conscious well, you or whatever. you can just make it like a, a black hole or something in the, <laughs> no. In the gallery. No, I'm, I'm good with having nipple covers. Cover some of my modesty, please. Um, but that was something interesting. Um, so how do you stick week. them on, nipple cover? I've never done it myself. Well, you just it's just a little circle. And then you take the you back off them or you and just you stick them on. So there's an actual product. Yeah, they're nipple covers. How do you think women walk around with no bra on in those skimpy little dresses? They have to, without seeing a fripple. You need. I thought they wanted that. That helps get them the likes. I don't think so. No, some some women do. Some women don't care. Yeah. Some do, and they just want to cover their fripples up. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's the kind of yeah. These things exist. Nipple covers are definitely a thing. You just not encounter them up close and personal. I'm guessing, James. Um, I have just through film and stuff, but um, <laughs> I've never asked to say, "Is it just some blue tack you got from the shop, or is it an actual oh, product?" No, they're nip covers. And um, <laughs> yeah, I went to this this guy. He wanted me to help him do make a music video. He's a musician. And uh, he's just like, oh, yeah, it's just some really simple stuff. And then I turn up, he's like, oh, yeah, we've got to shoot um, this girl and she's going to be naked in bed. And the girl that he okay. got was his girlfriend. Right, so you were and looking at And she obviously naked did not know that a third person was going to be there filming. Didn't she? And I did not know that there was going to be having to film this guy's girlfriend naked. And it was a very awkward um, oh, no. thing. Cause was she, she was, was not, she okay with it? I don't think so, because she's not an actor or a model, so she's not 
this is not in her comfort zone. Do you know what oh. I mean? Like, obviously, if you're dealing with an actor or model, they do this stuff all the time. They don't care. But oh, a Fremantle tram tour has just pulled up with some tourists. I imagine so. Might get mm. some mm. some atmosphere. Yeah. Um. So you've been modelling. Uh, yeah. As a galaxy. Yeah. Um, I felt like an Andromeda galaxy crossed with some sort of villain. It was very interesting. I'll show you a picture later. Okay. It's very hard to take photos because everyone's like, send me a picture of you as you're going or when you're done, you know. And it's very hard to try and take a photo that doesn't look like you're being sex- like sexy. Like I'm mm. trying to send like a naked selfie. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to take a photo of my stomach. Yeah. You know, but you're going to ha- probably have some underboob in there or like trying to take a photo of like the top half, like my head and my chest, you know, you're going to get some boob in there. It's, um, it was very awkward to try and just take like a nice photo for someone to see at a nice angle as well. Hmm. So I felt a bit awkward about that, but, um, yeah, that was, it was an interesting experience. I'd probably do it again. Um, yeah. but yeah. And then... What did I do on, oh, on Wednesday? I was I helped out with MS Day, World MS Day in the city. What is World MS Day? Uh, for multiple sclerosis, they have like a, every year they've got them their day, and people just come in and volunteer and raise money for them. And um, they quite you shake cans in the city. Yeah, yeah. But you're not like putting on a show or anything. No, last year. Busking or something. No, last year we we do it through association through where I study. And last year, they did a flash mob for them mm-hmm. that they'd organized. That was yeah. pretty cool. This year, they didn't. We just helped for a half day this year. But we were still... Um, they get us to get in the in the suits, yeah. all the costume suits, Elmo and all that. And then they have minders and stuff. So, I was a minder for Elmo and Cookie Monster this year. Yeah. Um, and you just walk around with them and, yeah, raise some money. So, that was fun. You were an Elmo. I was a minder. I oh, wasn't a minder, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, any weird stuff happen? Um, what kind of minding do you have to keep? Don't touch well, the Elmo. Yeah, basically, I have to. No, no, they they hug the Elmo and stuff. You just have to make sure that, that no one spear tackles them and steals their head, yeah. kind of thing. Did um, anyone try? And you had to, like, no, no, them? people would grab them and dance with them. Some and there were like older people too that were a bit crazy. So um, yeah. that was a bit boring sometimes. But you know, they're harmless. And then we both, <laughs> my, but yeah, we spent most of the time just kind of dancing with <laughs> the element, the Cookie Monster, and the poor guys that are in the suits. It's very, very warm in there. If you ever oh, see people yeah. in suit I work, dread the, I've had you know, about oh, it's so bad. They're so sweaty. Poor things. They need regular breaks because it's just awful in there. It's a sweat box. So yeah, just give them a little appreciation when you see people in suits, especially fairy Cookie Monster Elmo suits. Yeah, this this short film I uh, worked on recently. The uh, the guy he's not sure like what he is, but he identifies as a penguin. So he's he's sort of not sure whether he's um, he likes hanging out with the furry community, and um, but he's probably more of an other kin, which is just someone who believes. Is this, is this the storyline you mean? Yeah. Well, this is just the, one of the main characters, and um, yeah. He, uh, I had to research furry culture <laughs> and it sounded kind of like interesting until I heard, you know, I was listening to these furry podcasts and they were talking about how hot it gets in the suit and you're just dripping with sweat and mm. I'm like, yeah, you really need to put some air conditioning in there before I get involved. They have, yeah, they have like fans in some of them. Yeah. If it's a fancy one, but, um, yeah, that's kind of what, 
kind of in terms of what I, interesting stuff I did this week. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did a lift that I'd never done before, which was fun. A lift? Yeah, like a partner lift. Like with oh, right. I thought you with a joined like a taxi. No, no, ta- no. Like, like a, no, like a dancing lift that I've never done before. All right. And that How was, was, how's your knee that going? That was cool. My knee's all right. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same. So there are certain things I can't do, but they were like, for the routine, they wanted like the opposites to do the same thing. And they're like, you know, if you're not comfortable, you can't do it. That's fine. And I was like, well, let me try. And I've not done stuff, part of their stuff before. So I was like, I'll give it a go. And I did it. And it was awesome. It's quite mm. a bit of a rush actually. So yeah, um, that's fun. So I get to do one of those. Like, it's like a flip, and then I do the splits. Yeah. It's cool. Um, this will relate to my question of the week, but a tragedy befell me. Oh. Um, the Irish lady left. Oh, did she? Yeah. Did her, you ever get your coffee date? run out. Did you ever get your coffee date? No, we never organized it. That's so sad. I'm really sad for you. Yeah. Did you run to the she airport? She gave me a hug goodbye. No, uh, no. And I tell th- her that you loved I her. I think it's because you, you're only allowed to keep a job for either, is it three months or six months? Then you have to, there's a restriction mm, on it. I'm not sure. On how long you can work in one business. Over, over here, I'm not sure what it's like. Anyway, her visa thing stopped. They had, she had to leave the job she was at, so. Oh, but she's still in Perth. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not so sad. Go find her. Right, but she's not. I think she has a partner. Like, it's not like... Oh. Um, you know, it was just a work work friendship, and um, still, she jumped up and says, "It's my last day. Goodbye," and hugged me, and it was all like dramatic, and I ne- I'll never see her again. Dramatic? Did you sob? No, I just sort of sat there awkwardly because I, you know, <laughs> I am not. Are you not a hugger? I'm not really a hugger. Not I'm not against hugs. It's That's just that great. when people walk up to me, I'm like. I'm, my immediate reaction is, oh, they're going to stab me um, rather than hug me. <laughs> right. Like the other day, it was funny. I just ran into a friend in the park and it was quite dark. And she sort of stepped up to me and I hadn't seen her for ages. And I was like, what the hell? Is she going to f- stab me or something? What's going on here? And she was like, oh, she just hugged me. And I thought that was weird. But <laughs> And now I, I was made, my, made it noticeably weird by going, oh, oh, hello. Um, well, so that's, that's not weird. How is that weird? You just, you, you know, you were startled because you saw her in the darkness in the park. Yeah. I don't think that's weird. I don't know. You don't need to make that weird. That's fine. Sorry if you're listening, friend, who I won't name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, she's gone. Wow. Did you go and sob a little bit in the toilets? No, I just, just was like, that's life. That's James's life. So, what have you been consuming, James? Well, before then, I just want talking about women at work. Okay, sorry. I cut you off early. Um, How many women at work do you have? Well, there's... Okay, this is actually at a different place because I'm a courier, so I go from workplace to workplace. Right, yes. Um, and this is at a different place, but there, a new girl started there as well. And I was like... Um, so, you're eyeing off the new girl kind of already? Fem- f- not really, but she's kind of a bit of an oddball. And the, like, there's something whoa, whoa, whoa. odd about her. How, oh, rewind. Why do you think she's an oddball? What gives you that impression? Is it something she said? Is it something she wears? Is it not odd she does? in a bad way? It's does just she that have, she's no. But what makes you usually with receptionists you get a certain, you either get the people who are the, like the teenager who's um, just 
you know, couldn't care less about being there or you get the old person who's very warm and they've been doing it for years. Um, and then you get the super uh, enthusiastic people like the Irish girl who were just like, oh, hello, you know, it's my job to make everyone feel smile, smile, smile. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she's just sort of, uh, you, would, you would call her maybe autistic, not oh. autistic. What's the other thing? Asperger's. Asperger's, yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um, but I didn't... But it was weird. We didn't get introduced. Um, normally... Does she wear You have bag? to introduce because I walk in and take stuff from the building and people are like, who's that guy just taking stuff from your building? Right, yeah. Um, the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. Uh, and I thought it was very strange. Um, and eventually, uh, the other day, she had to sign for something and she uh, wrote down her name and it turns out it was actually not a new girl but the old girl and she just dyed her hair oh and I just completely didn't recognise her oh that's interesting she just went and from now you think she's a brunette to like a red head but she looks completely different and you didn't recognise her didn't recognise her at all. it's freaking me out I do that's pretty I, bad that you I, didn't recognize yeah, her. I know. That's really And I thought she was actually uh, like a completely different individual. Wow. So she's probably like, why is he acting so weird? I'm the probably. same person. Wow. Uh, um, but I'm thinking, you know, how you you hear about Brad Pitt. Apparently he is, he has facial blindness. Like he can't recognize you from your face. What? He only recognizes you from a- your, the sound of your voice and your smell. And Does he actually have that? Where did you read this? Apparently, I don't know if that's a room, but I think I have that as well. Like, if a girl changes <laughs> her hair, like, reasonably differently, I, yeah. it just throws me for a loop. And I just... Well, you haven't seen me in two weeks. Did you recognize me? Um, I did recognize the color of your hair, yeah. But it is up in a different way that I've seen. It I is. Think. It is. I yes. like this one. Really? This is a lot better. It's better? What else have I had? down <laughs> I've, just, I've just had it down I'm not I'm just biased to the plat thing oh yes I've got a side plat in a, and yeah, a bun side, today I like side plats um, this is what happens when you have messy hair yeah it's the cover up it's great many females would do it I'm um, sure I also have follow up about pheromones but that was so long ago I can't actually remember what the follow up was but we were meant to look it up um, to see if it was real or not, but I can't remember if it actually I'm sure, was. I'm sure it's real. I'm sure there are many studies that go on and study that because, yeah, it's um, got to be more than scent. <laughs> natural scent, natural pheromones. Um, as for what I was going back on topic, as for what I was consuming. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, we never talked about the wedding I went to, my friend Amy. No, we didn't. A fellow Chimrish uh, Femme alumni. Oh. Um, and, jeez, uh, I have to see if I can find The one it. in City Beach. But she had a, you know, a di- her wedding was actually a dinner, a degustation. Yes. Like, is that 10 courses or something, isn't it? Well, it's multiple courses. I can't remember. I think it was only eight courses in this. Oh, okay. Case. Only eight. Because that's not enough. Yeah, and for like 250 people. So, it was wow. probably an absolute fortune. Wow. Um, but I did save the... Were they small courses or like actual full meal courses? No, like the little, little, little treats, but they were quite large yeah. still. Um, this is the list. Uh, well, we just started off with brioche and butter. Oh, you wrote them really all counts. down? No, okay, thank you. Just, I took a photo I, of the I, menu. Appreci- I appreciate that because I like food. Uh, so, I guess yep. the first brioche official... And <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce these things. The first official dish was a mousse... Bouche of parsnip, maple yolk 
bacon and puff. And puff. Yeah, and it was kind of like a little cocktail with the egg yolk in it and pasta. It was, it was weird. It wasn't I nice. wasn't a fan of that. Okay, thank you for the um, review. Next. Second <laughs> one, seared scallop, uh, celeric, velvet, black pudding, pink lady and cucumber wow. refresher. That was quite nice. That sounds amazing. I love scallops and celeriac What's and all that. Celeriac yeah. velvet. What's that? I have no idea. Was it red? I don't know. You said you love celeriac. Yeah, but celeriac velvet could be something they do with it. Oh, it's okay. not a, like those kind of celeriac so cucumber, celer- that freshness. I imagine oh, okay. it was probably real fresh, right? Um, yeah, I guess oh, so. This is making me hungry. Okay. Number three. Uh, number three. Lion caught snapper. Ocean leaves, sweet pumpkin, spinach, and tomato essence. That was actually probably the biggest dish, but it was the simplest. Like, there was nothing that fancy about it. it was just Anything like, with snapper. pumpkin, though, is, is all right with me. I love pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> then there was sous vide breast of duck, foie gras, and roasted chestnut with cherry notes. Isn't sous vide when they just keep it in fat for a long time? No, I think there's boil it in water that's right in the bag yeah yes okay yeah but isn't foie gras that's when they stuff the duck full of food force feeding it isn't it, isn't it like really cruel uh-huh. I, can't I actually don't know that sounds awful they force feed the duck to make it all fatty um, okay, next uh, then the venison loin heirloom beetroot cauliflower florets and raspberry yum that sounds good that was delicious basically venison raspberry and yes. venison uh, Beatrice was like this red dish with venison meat. Um, mm-hmm. Tonka, uh, and then the dessert started. Uh, <laughs> tonka bean, creme brulee, short Jane biscuit, mint. What's tonka bean? I don't know. What did it taste like? Well, it was like a creme brulee. Oh, okay. Just fancy. Uh, then a presentation of strawberry, lemon curd, Italian meringue, balsamic, and peppered yellow carrot. Ooh. No one had the peppered yellow carrot which was basically like it was candy Lies. carrot which is I was like the only person who ate it and it was delicious and I was like what are you guys doing oh you mean nobody ate it I thought nobody got it on their plate I was like oh that's yeah. false advertising and then of course they had the wedding cake after that um, that sounds delicious yeah so I thought I'd put that because Amy would be like why don't you talk about my wedding on your podcast um, oh, Amy that food sounds great yeah she's a bit of a foodie so yeah. it was pretty nuts um, I can't I'm scared to know how much it cost feed that many people that many meals um so yes that was going back in time to amy's wedding Mm -hmm. you consumed that yes i've been well the thing is i've been consuming a lot of things because we had a big gap Mm -hmm. i'll give you a list uh the girlfriend experience uh sicario predestination ant-man sucker punch the nice guys and dice and the girlfriend experience was the tv show i've never seen the movie yes i've not i didn't even know it was a movie but i've been seeing the ads for it and i really wanted to watch it how is it um, it's quite is it weird. It is pretty intense. It looks there are definitely intense. moments where you're like, oh my God, am I really going to watch this? Um, Why? Well. Like in terms of the sex scenes? Yeah. And the situations she, I guess she obviously volunteers to put herself in. Mm. I mean, it's about a woman who initially signs up um, to the site where you just pit rich guys pay you to hang, have dinner with them but she is I guess a nymphomaniac oh okay yeah so yeah so she has sex with them as well and then eventually she's basically becomes a full on high class prostitute 
she doesn't really offer the girlfriend experience after a while. Is it a... Um, Unless the girlfriend experience is just a way of getting around the laws of prostitution. I don't know. So, is it like a mini-series thing? Like, is that it? Or are they making more seasons? I don't know. What they might it? do. Um, the, actually, the girl is, is, grand, well? is Elvis's granddaughter. The actual actress. Oh, what's her name? Riley Keogh? Yeah, yeah, Riley Keogh. Riley Keogh, so, yeah. yeah. Wasn't she linked to, like, Robert Pattinson or something, dating him? I don't know. Yeah. Is she good? But if you want to know every inch of her body, you can watch this show and oh. find out. Oh, okay. Um, I bet she's banging. Pretty, I don't know. I guess it, I think it was made, it must be made for the internet because it was, I don't I don't think they could show it on TV. It's that intense. Is, um, I'm guessing she's pretty banging then. Yeah, she's, she's, she's probably just your, other than being Elvis's granddaughter, she's probably just your girl next door. Yeah. I, I mean her body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I think she's just a regular girl. Well, that's good. Um, well, yeah. I'm, how many episodes is it? It's quite a lot. Hmm. Um, but it's it's really cold, kind of almost because she is quite a cold person. She's almost like it's like a female American psycho, except instead of murdering people, she sleeps with them. Hmm. Um, yeah, it looks it looked intense. I was interested to see if I'd like it. Yeah, uh, and it's made by. A really interesting group of people that are connected to Shane Carruth, who did Primer and Upstream Color. The movie, yeah, I think it's written. I mean, it's based on the the uh, Steven Soderbergh film, which I haven't seen. Which I mean, actually reminds me, I got to go watch that. And um, yeah, the actress from Upstream Color, which is one of Steve. Uh, Shane Carruth's movies, Amy Simetz, yeah, she, she's the one of the main creators of the film. That's what made me watch it and mm. keep going, even though it just got really kind of dark, really dark after a while. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess I can kind of remember that, but I, I you have to be have a high tolerance for um, sexual content, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. I, hi- I have a high tolerance in general with. Some people can't watch too much sex, James. Right, yeah, but it gets really dark. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. that's that kind of stuff. It's a bit confronting, isn't it? It's certain at times. Um, yeah, so that was good. Uh, Sicario uh, was pretty... It was all right. Is that the one with Emily Blunt? Yeah. And I think she's accidentally become one of my favourite actresses. She's No, she's really good. Just I enjoy her. I love her choice of movies. Like, she she's in these awesome badass roles like Sakari and Edge of Tomorrow which is like one of the best movies I've seen in the last decade <laughs> and she's kind of the hero of that film and um, the and she's also in these weird indie films like uh, she's in this film called Your Sister's Sister have you seen that? No I'm not that's even a really cool actually. film it's a mumblecore film and it's just like three people locked in like a beach house and they're sort of crazy mm. uh relationships between all three of them and uh she's in that and mm. she's not even that good in that but she's still good because she's Emily Blunt yeah no I really enjoy her work actually when I see her there's nothing that she doesn't annoy me <laughs> and so yeah she's slowly getting up there too in terms of my favorite and favorite people in general I love watching interviews of her mm. as well um because she married to John Krasinski super oh, yeah. cute yeah um uh, yeah. Then I watched Predestination. 
I have no which idea is an Australian-made time travel film with Ethan Hawke. Oh. Um, I I generally hate time travel movies. Yeah. Um, I like movies where people go back in time and they just go back in time and they experience that time period. But movies that are actually about time travel are just ridiculous because there's never, there's not a single one that doesn't have a, some kind of plot hole and you're just like, well, why don't you go back in time again and fix the thing you did? And Yeah. And the whole time you sing there, it just takes you out of the movie. You can never enjoy it because there's just so many flaws. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't really seek them out either, so. Uh, I mean, some people are really into it. Uh, Ant-Man, uh, just, who cares? Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I'm not, can't say that I looked forward to seeing that. Uh, Sucker Punch, which I'd never seen. Is that the one with Emily Browning, the yeah. Aussie actress? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. It's a strange film. Yeah, I watched it on the plane once. And I um, can't remember where I was going. Years ago. The film that I'm, the feature film I'm sort of developing is about a girl who can do stuff in dreams. And that people said, oh, you might want to check that out. Although this is kind uh. of like... Um, it's a really weird film. People should just... It's not that great, but people should see it just to see the idea of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I saw it at least once. But yeah, it's weird. It's strange. Um, it's basically sort of a girl who... Um, she's dealing with stuff th- through her dreams. And so you're seeing this crazy stuff that's happening that's all fantastical, which is happening in real life but it's got this layer of fantasy over it yeah and then you start then don't you lose track of it at one point yeah. as well yeah yeah i haven't seen nine years uh i'd like to know where i was going on the plane when i watched that it must have been a long haul if i had movies and the thing i just saw the other day where i went and saw it first day it's very rare that i go to movies on the first day did you um, see x-men no <sighs> I saw The Nice Guys, uh, the new film by Shane oh, Black. Oh, with Ryan Gosling and, and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. How was that? Um, it's really good. It's a bit of a mess, but it's a really good mess. Okay. Um, have yeah, you seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? No. You should really see that. That's really awesome. Anyway, basically this is a spiritual <laughs> successor to that because it's Shane Black doing the exact same thing but a different story in a different time period. And oh, um, okay. Isn't it set in the 70s, right? Yeah. And it's... It's quite, it's, you know, because he's known for sort of action comedy. Um, that's his thing. And, um, you know, and a sort of buddy, you know, two buddy cop things like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Val Kilmer and well? um, Robert Downey Jr. Um, and they always have like a strong female role. Like, um, who's in, who's the Kiss female Kiss one? Kiss Bang Bang is Michelle Monaghan. And in this one, it's actually the the daughter of Ryan Gosling's character who's a new you know she's only 12 years old so I don't know who she is oh the chick that was yeah in the ad I've seen her in the ad for it um so yeah I really recommend people see that because I don't know why they bring it out in summer because everyone's going to see all the dumb superhero movies but please do not go to those movies and go to this movie so we can get actual good movies is um is Russell Crowe funny uh, he is well. He's playing the straight guy, so right. he's not that funny. Okay. Ryan Gosling is the sort of the main comedic character, but he is terribly miscast. And it's like they could have fixed this movie and made it a lot better just by casting an actual comedic actor. Yeah, because he just—I just don't believe him as the funny character. Yeah, that's. I it's not. It doesn't really ruin the movie. It's still a great movie, but I feel like I don't know who the hot new comic actors are, but they could have got someone. That could have made his pulled his jokes off a lot better. Yeah, maybe. 
Comedy's hard, but yeah. Um, what else is on your, was on your list? I've got other things, but I'll save them for next week because that's already a lot. Okay. Well, but yeah, my recommendations, yeah, um, definitely the nice guys, maybe the sucker punch, and sort of the girlfriend experience. Sort <laughs> the of TV series, kind of, sort of. What about you? What do you be? Well, what have I been consuming in terms of that? Um, I saw Mother's Day. That was cute. That's what you, it's it's what you think it'd be. What is really. Mother's Day? You know the one. You know how they have uh, like Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve and all those movies. Oh right. That kind of link in with our little storylines. Yeah. They did a Mother's Day one, and we took my mom to see it. It was surprisingly um, funnier than I thought it would be. Like we kind of just did it to take my mom to see so it. So there's lots of people, famous actors in it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Um, but it was funnier than I thought, you know, but it, it was nice. It's not like a, I wouldn't be like, quick, run out and go see it. It, it was mm. just nice. Go watch it with your mom. So at the um, end of the film and the credits is like, coming soon, Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that happened, to be, actually. Um, so <laughs> they'll probably have one of those next year. Have they done a Christmas one yet? Um, well, Love Actually is around Christmas. Yeah, but that's actually like... A movie made by someone who's talented. Yeah, no, I mean I love that love actually, but they've they've got it's kind of covers the Christmas side of things. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um, my friend's been bugging me to watch Orphan Black for ages. Oh yeah. And I finally decided to watch it last week, and I am obsessed. And obviously, I don't have as much time to watch all of them. But I'm halfway through season two. But have you seen it? I think I watched the first episode and I, I was like, I don't know where this is going. And I didn't yeah. watch the second episode. Well, it kind of it kind of does that. But then for me, that intrigued me because they did it enough that it was like, what is this? Hmm. That I watched the second one. So yeah. it wasn't and quite annoying that I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, it's mostly, for me, it's mostly, I guess, from an acting point of view. Yeah. Because she has to portray all of these clones. Okay, so and then, it's a girl that's lots of clones of her. Yeah, so she finds... different personalities? Yeah, because they're all born and raised in different... They don't okay. know about... So the thing is, they don't know about each other. Okay. So she doesn't know she's a clone. And then she sees one jump in front of a train. Yeah. And they make, like, eye contact before this... She jumps off a train and she's like, what the fuck? We look... Yeah. So And she's an orphan. Like, she grew up in an orphanage. So she's like, who is this person? Yeah. So she steals her identity for a bit and then finds out that she's a cop and then all this other shit happens and she finds out she's a clone and... Um, yeah, but you still don't really get why they were cloned. So, and like someone's trying to kill them off and like, it's, yeah, it's quite interesting. Like just from an acting point of view, cause she's made all the choices she's made acting wise. They're all so different, the clones. And obviously they're all meant to be cause they all, all grew up differently and whatnot. Um, but yeah, mm. like as an acting thing, it's, it's great to watch how she like changes the walks and how she does this and that. And when they have the clones in the same room how they do those scenes and stuff like yeah. that. So like, um, yeah, it's just been, it's just more interesting for that. I love when they switch out the clones. Like the main one is British and like kind of a punk rocker. It's where she starts it. And then, um, you know, there's one that's from Ukraine. There's one that's a soccer mom. There's one that's a science geek. There's one that's um, a bitch, hmm. like a, a pro clone. Like she's been self-aware and knows that she's a clone since she was like born. Yeah. Um, and what's the other one? There's, a, there's, a, there's heaps of other ones. There was like a German one. But yeah. Um, it, so for me, it's just interesting watching her play all the roles. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's like other I'm twists tempt- and I've stuff. I've been tempted to watch. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Go and try it again because she does a fantastic job. And I've never seen her anything, in anything else as well. So um, I think her name's Tatiana Maslani or something. Maslani. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, no, she's good. I, I enjoy her. Um, so yeah, I've been obsessed with that. Um, what else did I see? Oh, actually, we had a movie night last night and we watched The Princess Bride. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Um, or do you know of it? Yes, I actually own the Blu-ray of it and I've never watched it. <laughs> Go watch it. It's worth watching at least once. It's. Um, this makes me feel old because my generation, that's like the biggest movie ever of all time. That's, that's and I'm qu- embarrassed that I haven't watched it. See, one of the one of the quotes, I, I know the quote, but I never knew that that's where it came from. The, um, I am Inigo Montoya, Prefecto Day or whatever it is, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like I, ne- I didn't know where that came from. And then I was watching it and we first started watching. I'm like, is that? Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. It's fucking Mandy Patinkin. It was yeah. great. Um, and it, But they kind of, the way that they did it, you know how when they have overly farcical films like that? Yeah. With the stupid humor, you can tell that that's what they're going for. Yeah. But with this, from the beginning, I'm like, are they trying to be serious? Yeah. And it's just not, uh, the fact that they've tried to be serious makes it funny. Yeah. But then there are certain bits that you can tell that, okay, it's kind of, catered towards that but yeah the first half of the film I'm like I don't know if they're taking themselves seriously and it's just mm. stupid um, but yeah for it's for a once off kind of watch I would go go home and watch it it's amusing and then we'll talk about it but yeah Mandy Patinkin um, was in it and so have you <laughs> I used to are you, sorry I was going to no, say go. my Princess Bride story yeah I used to have my own cinema right mm. and um did at you? my house. <laughs> and I had this like, I was like, oh, I have this sort of a uh, film festival thing where people come over and watch some films. Yeah, but, cute. Um, movie night. It's hard to watch. You try and make it sound like fancy. It's a movie night, James. Film festival. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a huge screen. It's probably bigger than the screens at Luna Cinemas and what? surround sound and everything. Where did you fit this in your house? Like in my backyard. Like I. Oh, wow. That's cool. I made a giant screen. Yeah. And I uh, got a giant projector and surround sound and... And uh, that's cool. The uh, and pe- I had a bunch of people saying, "Oh, you were interested," but the thing that everyone so they wanted it was they wanted a princess bride night, <laughs> I think, or <laughs> a, they wanted a, a film of that era. So I think the the two films had a bit of vote on was Princess Bride and I think Labyrinth um, double feature. So I went out and bought the Blu-ray so we can watch it in the best possible quality so you actually see it better than you would if you were just ripping it off your own DVDs or off the internet. And uh, no one came. So I have these two Blu-rays still in the shrink wrap just sitting at home. Yeah, you need to to watch them. Get your friends together from your generation then. I don't know. I'm still bitter about them not turning up. Did they, did they tell you that they weren't coming? Um, I can't remember. That's awful. That is awful. Um, but, yeah, no, so we watched that last night. And then, um, what else have I watched movie-wise? Oh, last weekend, so um, I watched Milo and Otis. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Have I ever seen I'd that? I'd never seen it before. Never. I'd never even heard of it before Jesus, in my life. You make me feel really old. Well, no, because he, he was like, well, no, I, I, I lie. I've, I've heard of it, of it. Mm-hmm. but he was like, oh, did you have you seen it? And I was like, what's it about? I'm like, the name rings a bell, mm. and he's like, it's about a dog and a cat. 
And I'm like, is it like cats and dogs where they talk and yeah. stuff? And he's like, no, not quite. Look, I'll show you. So we start watching it and I'm like, what is this? Well, the cat and dog don't talk. Well, no, they. it's a narrator. Oh, is it? That talks for yeah, them I'm kind of the whole time. time. Yeah, but... I remember as watching a child as them, them talking with each other. Well, kind of. I mean, the narrator's like, oh, Milo, like... Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I and then as I kind of got into it, I was like, okay, no, like they've got some cool footage here. I don't even want to look it up in case it was like animal cru- cruelty. I don't want to know how they did it. But like the I footage, got some bad is news for you. What? You know, if there's a scene where they fall off the cliff, they literally threw cats off the cliff. There was no scene where they fell off a cliff or jumped off a cliff. How do you know this? Don't, don't ruin this for me. Because well, it was made in Japan just so they didn't have to I follow know. animal cruelty rules. Oh, is that why they made it in Japan? I yeah. just thought it was like a Japanese like art film or something. But yeah, yeah I don't want to know. But I, don't I think th- it obviously, because it, obviously if it's just a narrator, they can just have anyone do the dialogue and it's a universal movie. So it probably made billions worldwide. You know? Yeah. Well, there was, there was one scene. It's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> where he gets Otis gets stuck on a rock uh, yeah. in the ocean and a sea turtle comes up to it and takes him out back out to land yeah. and he climbs on the fucking sea turtle yeah. and rides the sea turtle. Yeah, well, that dog was never seen again. <laughs> Stop it. So they went through something like 60 oh, don't say that. kittens and <gasps> oh, that 40 makes me sick. puppies were killed or something like that. I know it was over 100 Combined animals were killed or something in the making of it. Oh, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> but yeah, they. Um, yeah, anyway, that was my favourite scene. Well, they're going to die anyway. And yeah, but still. Um, but no, I found that uh, that was interesting. That's another one that I'm glad I've at least seen once in my life. Yep. Um, and my friend um, has a pug dog as well, so I just kept sending her snap videos oh, yeah. of this and she's like what the fuck are you watching <laughs> I'm like Milo and Otis man I thought you'd appreciate it with your pug dog oh, yeah. um, were you on Netflix because I think these two films are on Netflix aren't they? oh really oh good is that what you're watching no. Uh, no I don't no I wasn't on Netflix I actually I'm babysitting tonight oh, okay. and I messaged my sister and I was like do you have Netflix I would like to binge watch Orphan Black <laughs> she's yeah. like no I have Foxtel I'm like Ugh. Foxtel. I know it's for the sports apparently um, but yeah, so Milo and Otis was interesting. What else have I? What else have I consumed? Oh, I made a caramel slice the other day. Mm-hmm. The other week, we had we had a Sunday rehearsal, so I was like, I'm gonna make some fuel. And um, I've never made caramel slice before. Like, I have a real sweet tooth. This is involve custard. No. No. Okay. What? What? What, what caramel slice have you had that has custard? Well, I know a vanilla slice <laughs> is just a layer of custard. Have you never with had cust- vanilla? Icing on the top. Have you never had a caramel slice? I don't think so, no. <gasps> James! I'm not a sweet tooth. So no, you don't have a sweet tooth. That's true. Um, well, yeah, I have a sweet tooth, but caramel slice is actually one of the things that genuinely is kind of so too sweet. Just caramel it's kind of too up. sweet for me. No, no, I'll explain. So, it's, yeah, that's almost too sweet for me. So, I tried to find a recipe that maybe wasn't crazy sweet and that would be nice and stuff and like a couple of my friends have said to me that they like caramel slice and I'm like I like to bake and I haven't cooked in ages so I was like you know what let me make this caramel slice and my friend can't eat eggs one of the people that we rehearsed with too so like good Mm -hmm. egg recipe sweet anyway um, so basically you make the base it's a lot of butter with flour and coconut in the base and then you bake the base off and then the middle Mm -hmm. is uh, condensed milk 
Yeah. So condensed milk with some golden syrup and some sugar and a bit of butter and you mix it around in a pot and then you put that on top as well. Then you bake that off too. So it gets this kind of thick, gooey consistency. Yeah. And then just some chocolate on top. But I like dark chocolate and I wanted to like offset some of the sweetness. So I got this like nice dark chocolate and melted that off. And then I put pink Himalayan salt on it as well. Sorry, what's like the base? It. Like uh, flour, coconut, butter. Okay. And then you yeah. bake it off. So it's like cr- crunchy. Crunchy, yeah. And, and then you, it's just just literally caramel. Yeah, it's like sweet. Yep. And then the layer of chocolate on yeah, top. Yeah, okay. I think I have had that. Yeah. And then I just put some salt on it and made it a little less. Um, oh my God. I feel sick just sweet. seeing that. Yeah, it was, it, it was really good though. I was actually quite impressed with myself. Mm. It was a hit. Um, so that's my baking. It's my baking fun. For the week, this is all happening in the week. I feel like the week before, I'd have nothing to talk to you about. Yeah, the uh, this guy I was met at the uh, the wedding, who I actually knew, you know, but I hadn't seen. Oh, was him it, in like was six it love? years or something? Fun. <laughs> was it love at first sight, James? N- no, we don't. <laughs> we never really were because you know we're old work friends, I guess technically, but I don't think we ever worked at the same time with each other. But Mine? anyway, his girlfriend, I think, is doing. Oh, Master Chef, the dessert edition or something, where they just do desserts, and then her idea is to go on. I don't know if it's if it's out or it's coming out or what's happening, but then she's hoping to use the publicity of that to actually just start a dessert bar, which would be amazing. We just go and get these crazy desserts, and and that's it. Yeah. That's all they serve, and maybe some coffee. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Hmm. Why don't Why don't places like that exist? Just pure dessert places. It's um. Well, I'm sure there's ice cream shops and stuff. There is, yeah, yeah, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, Thank you. I mean, like dessert restaurants. Yeah. When you go in, you go menu like entree. Yeah. Main and dessert size desserts. I got the hottest of hot topics this week, or Do controversy. You? Okay. And I just want to give a I'm disclaimer saying that. I'm not talking about this just to be funny or trying to devalue anything that's going on. But I honestly think this is... I actually don't I know what I've, you're about to say. So, yeah, this is making me nervous. I should just add, just there's a, a, a trigger warning. We're going to discuss sexual assault. Why? This is just a warning. I think I've solved rape culture. You think you've solved rape oh, culture? Oh, at least I know how to solve it. Okay. Do tell. Basically, I think we should make it illegal to have sex in private. You have to do it in public if you want to have sex. Are you being serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that solve everything? Because then, if you're doing it in public in front of other people, people can watch and they can go, is this rape or is it not? And they can decide and they can be witnesses. And so, what? people will just be... Just wouldn't rape because if we just turn it around, so instead of the culture now is to have sex in private, if we just flipped it around, changed the culture to have sex is something you have to do in public, in front of other people, that would just solve the whole problem, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. (laughs) That would not solve the whole problem. (laughs) Now I understand the disclaimer. That would not solve the problem. How would it not solve the problem? I appreciate your thoughts. What do you mean, how would it not solve the problem? Do you want to have sex in public? Would you have sex in public? You, you would have to, you know, step over that bar. <laughs> having, having sex in public is like 
a kinky couple thing to do when you when you might get only caught because it's when a, you might get caught when you might not only it's like because that adrenaline it's a taboo rush. now it's not a taboo as such i you can do it whenever the fuck you want mm. but most people do it as like a yeah, oh we, we might get caught we might the, get, get the kids educated now why do we have why change healthy it though way to have sex is to do it in public and in private that's when <laughs> things get weird that's when rape oh, happens no that's not when rape happens I mean, well, it does, but not... The majority. The majority of 99, 95% of sexual assault, I'm sure, happens in private. Yeah, that's true. Because obviously you see a a couple having sex, you can get a pretty good sense of whether it's rape or not. If you just yeah, but some people like rough sex. Some people like have certain fantasies. You, you, you'd probably get rid maybe of you certain have to put fantasies. Maybe a sign saying fantasy activities what going on. What do you mean, like a fantasy? Like you put a fucking sign up, yeah. like just get it, no. bring a hammer, print it out, and stamp it in the grass if you're on the you know top of Monument Hill in Fremantle. Wow. So you you want people from Monument Hill? to come like there's a thing now I'm just vision, like I just have a vision of people yeah. being on the hill rolling around on the grass and having sex and then you can go you know if someone was having like an being orgy. raped we could call the police and get it sorted you know um yeah but they're not gonna do it in public <laughs> That's the point. That's what they have to change, though. That's yeah, the but, hard bit. No, you but know, yeah, these people. Easy. Yeah, but these people that are going to rape mm. will rape in private, regardless of whether people are having sex outside. Right, but most of, now, if you see, if you hear something, um, you know, some love making <laughs> going on or some strange sounds, you just turn the other cheek and say, oh, "I don't want to." invade their privacy but if you hear it now and you're like wait I think they're doing it in private then that's it's automatically rape and you can just you know that's not automatically rape. yeah some people it becomes just automatically have, rape no, and then people there's just a very have, like a little get, quiet time we get rid of all the grey people would want to have sex in private I don't know I'm sure they want to now because that's how they've been brought up and that, that's the norm we've yeah, got to but change then, you know, the but norm. then when you change the norm yeah. You know, so you're going to say that having sex outside isn't taboo, then having it inside is going to be. So that's going to change the kink, it's going to reverse. Yeah. So people are going to get all kinky in their private time um, as opposed to in public as you are proposing. Yeah. So you don't think that would work? Um, are you just I'm saying that because s- it's not the norm? I'm going to say most no. Most people just say no just because it's like a shocking not, idea. No, I'm not. Sa- I, appreciate, I, I appreciate. The it's a big, size. Bold idea. Yeah, I appreciate the size of the idea. I do. Yeah. And, um, you know, that your, your level of thinking, and I'm sure that popped into your head when you were driving Tanya's around somewhere. stood up and uh, she's facing <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my hands. Yeah. I'm sure that, you know, I appreciate that that's great. Um, but no, James, I don't think that, that that would work. I think it would also be healthier for kids that, you know, what, to um, have sex outside? Do you, no, let me but ask you a question. Do you want to see couples norm, having sex outside? Do you want to walk down the street and just see lots of sex? I don't want to see people at all. Well, then why would you What's suggest What's the difference it? between a person and a person having sex? Well, firstly, they're probably naked. Secondly, they're making weird faces and weird noises. You can just put a blanket over you or something. No. And sell sex blankets. Then why, they, then why would they just go have sex inside under a blanket? No, well, you still have to have, you know... <laughs> You know the eyes and ears visible so that we can hear and. Oh no, see that's what's it. Going on. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm putting my. It'll just become like foot down running 
around the park. You it's, know, no. People dress up in very minimal attire and go running, and you have to watch it and you have to see all the sweat dripping. Oh, off poor you. Poor and it was you. no different. That you. It's just a physical activity. What do you mean it's no different? Oh no. It's just a form of exercise, really. What? It sounds like you just want like constant porn on the go. If you no, ask me. No, but if that's the norm, you're not going to... Do you have an addiction that I need to know about, James? No, I, I wish I did. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't have an addiction, but I think it's my big <laughs> To problem. porn? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's sa- how sad for you? I'm not sure. If <laughs> um, so, yeah, hot topic of the week. James Sol's rate culture. Okay. I don't... I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you've solved it. You, you've brought an idea... Let's yeah, just um, you know, this I, I've I've heard people talking about the benefits of living in the open because what's going to happen? The reality is, as soon there's going to be drones the size that you can't even see, and they're going to be just flying your room, and everyone's mm. going to be able to see what you're doing all the time anyway, if they want to yeah, see perhaps. it. Perhaps. Yeah, but what are you going to do? You can't do anything about. It, so we might as well get used to the idea of living in the open. And there are certain benefits, like if you out there and you put your medical records right there at you know tanya.com um, maybe someone will say oh something's wrong there you should probably see a doctor and you but you wouldn't have noticed because you're not a doctor and so mm. you get alerted to something that's weird before you know there's benefits to living in public there is but there is also not outweighs the other there will always be pros and cons to certain things that you can't change hmm you know, you, if I feel we overshare as a culture already as it is. Mm. <laughs> and that's just going to keep getting worse and worse. Do you think if, um, you know, we talked about if, if you would do a cam show um, for money. But what if like... <laughs> yeah. What if someone was like, I want to pay... I've got this little drone, this little silent drone that just follows you around and films you all the time has a microphone on you. And it won't follow you into like the bathroom or anything. Um, oh, that's nice. But I'll pay you if you just let me watch your life twenty four seven. Don't you think that the celebrities of the future, like you know, there's already uh, the big celebrities that are on the reality TV shows, yeah. but soon you just be able to live that's stream. True. Yeah, that's that's not far off, no doubt. Live stream your whole life, all the time. Yeah, that that would not be far off. Hmm. Which is scary. That there are people like that that would that would be happy yeah. to have the drone follow them around yeah. and it's kind of sad um, now to finish up the show I have a question of the week drum um, roll please um, but if you'd like to send us a question you can send it to mailbag at jimrishfm.com please do do we have any uh, or tweet at jimrishfm do we have any I haven't noticed I, it's fair I haven't checked but I feel I would have noticed it if they had come mm. in Send but to be some. fair, I also haven't sent out like a thing on Facebook saying please send it in. Um, uh, mailbag at jemishfan.com. Check the show notes in your podcast app, and you might be able to just tap the link and it'll open your email yeah. app on your phone. Or and tweet you can us. Send it or tweet it at us at jemishfan. Me um, or James or Jimrish. Or anyone. Anyone. Connected to the show. Just not. Um, anyway, question of the week. Go. This is. Just wait for this. Cyclist, God. I feel like they're doing so it on purpose now. Stab. What? How you stab someone? I would like to just 
you know, my one fantasy is just to stab every loud motorcycle. Uh, I think you briefly mentioned yeah. it. I forgot. It, I think I blocked it from my memory, and you've just brought it back up, and it's bringing up some feelings. I don't yeah. know how they. I don't know how to go about it, James. But yeah, cool. isn't it just the most selfish thing? Like it's loud motorcycles or slash loud cars, then smoking. He are the wasn't top two smoking. He's just driving his other than murder and rape. Like, oh my god. <laughs> You need to see a psychologist um, about your hatred for motorcycles. But they're just obnoxious <laughs> for no reason. Like, are they more just, obnoxious than you? Is that don't is you that think what they're kind of pathetic you thre- that someone who drives a loud car? By how obnoxious the people are. No, I just people. don't like my day ruined by loud noises. <laughs> wow. Um, would you let your <laughs> okay question, question of the week? Go. Uh, going back to the Irish lady. And we've sort of discussed this a bit. But this is a reoccurring theme. Okay. This Irish lady is still But would you let me. your partner slash husband, whatever, mm-hmm. they may be your life partner, mm-hmm. uh, marry someone else just to help that person get a spousal visa? But, but you'd already be married to them. You say your husband? Oh, okay. Your partner. You're not actually married, yeah, but you've okay. been with this guy so, for six years. You're, yeah. Give me a scenario. possibly engaged. Yeah. And the, so, who who is and your this friend? You, you, My friend. You, you've got a hot friend from Ireland. Um, you met on Kentucky, and she comes to Perth. She's like, "I really need a spousal visa. Please help me out. Mm-hmm. Can I just borrow your partner and marry him?" No. Um, and you would just say no. <laughs> no. Wow. Just up front. <laughs> well, this is someone you really care about, and they need help to stay in Australia. Yeah, but you can't always get what you want. <laughs> I've never heard you be so blunt about something. <laughs> really? Oh, well, you mean because I'm always trying to be diplomatic? Yeah. Maybe, I mean, okay. Rewind. I no, I'm gonna say no. But it it really, of course, it depends she on asked every really single. Like, please. Of it depends on the situation. Hmm. Um, of course. Oh, you probably want to be paid for it. No. No. Okay. Well, no. Even <laughs> if I was paid for it, I'd feel weird about it. But, um, oh, actually, I don't know. Because at the end of the day, no, it depends on how long. If you'd been with someone for six years yeah. and you were engaged to them or you were yeah. on the point of, like, getting yeah. engaged and then that other person needs them so that they can get a spousal visa and you they'll get married. Mm. So, your partner will be married to someone else. Yeah. That's not... But no. you're still together. It's just that... Yeah, but... There's a, you put up a charade that yeah exactly but that's no no because I'd still have been, to put on a charade for yeah, other but wouldn't people wouldn't that charade be fun you're an actor no <laughs> that would not be fun because they have to put on a charade between the two of them as well yeah you know and that's um, you wouldn't like it if they just have a peck on the cheek now and then for the cameras oh peck on the cheeks I mean you're an actor you probably have to kiss yeah people well, stage, not you? not yet. Huh. But well, you would. no, I, I have, I have previously, yes, and I, I will have to. But that's you know for that once-off thing. Well, if you're in a theatre show, you're doing it like four nights a week, aren't you? Yeah, no, that's true. But I don't know. It's different. That's a career thing. It's not a. Um, yeah, no, I I'd, I'd say no because I and also because when I lived in London, mm. so just as an example, and you know I would joke about potentially getting with someone just to get a visa. Yeah. 
right? So I joked about it with my housemate who lived with me for a year. I joked about it. Did he have a partner? Becoming a... No, he didn't. So he He was single. He was single and we lived together for a year. Mm. And I joked about it. I wasn't fully serious, but if he'd been up for it, I might have considered it. Um, And, you know, then I joked about being in a lesbian civil partnership with my other housemate as well. And, you know, and then I joked about finding just a random to to help with that too but you know most people want money so at the end of the day you can't always get and then I obviously didn't find anybody that I um, was with in Mm. London anyway so you can't always get what you you want and it's not the if it's not the right timing it's not the right timing like it'd be different if they'd come here and they met somebody and they were like I'm so in love with this person I want to spend the rest of my life with them Mm -hmm but I can't be with them because I'm not from here, yeah. then get hitched and go for it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. for, for them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see why they'd have to... So, yeah. I, okay, now Things that we... Things take time and you can't always get... Yeah. Now that you mentioned civil partnerships with a same-sex partner, let's say this yeah. hypothetical scenario, this gay marriage is legal in Australia. Mm-hmm. Your partner, six-year partner, is a man and your friend from Ireland is a guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like can I get married to your boyfriend as a gay thing? No, it's the same thing. You'd still say no? Yeah. So, it's not like a jealousy thing, even though... Yeah, it's not a, jeal- it's not a jealousy thing. It's more just... He's my partner. You're worried about what others might think that your partner's gone off and married someone else. No, I don't care about that, to be honest. Hmm. That's not... I'm. Yeah, I'm not really... I don't really care about what other people think. So you, don't, you just don't like sharing your partner at all. Like well, that makes me sound like I'm selfish, selfish but yeah, am I se- I but am I, se- am I am I selfish yeah. for wanting yeah. to have one, one you partner? You're helping out your friend How by just signing a sheet selfish? of paper that says they're married. Yeah, and then I can't get married to them. Oh, well, they get divorced after a few years, and then you get married. That's true. I didn't think of that. Think of it that way. No, do not make me out to be selfish <laughs> for having for wanting one partner to oh, myself. No, I think so. Oh, what, and okay, so you would? Yeah, if I want to help would. out a friend, for sure. Ah, oh, would you? Yeah. Do you hear that high tone in your voice, James? Yeah, if if that my if my uh, uh, lady partner, you know, had to marry some guy from Ireland. Yeah. Think I'd about tell it. Get a visa. But you'd been say you'd been together for six years. You're about to ask her to marry you, and she comes in and she goes, "Oh my goodness, my girlfriend, no, my guy friend really needs." Mm. Yeah, you you would be like, okay. Yeah, but we've already established that I'm I'm seeking um, a frivolous marriage, um, and I would like a frivolous marriage. So I wouldn't want to deny well, my you. lady partner that same opportunity. Yeah, that's you. It just it's situational, isn't mm. it? You know, the you, you're not if you're happy with that, if you're happy to have that kind of relationship, then why not? And then that brings up, you know, the what about if what about if um the uh the girl from Ireland brings her boy from her boyfriend from Ireland and you guys you have to marry the boyfriend. And so you're both getting married to help this Irish couple stay in Australia. <laughs> so it's even Stevens now. You're both getting married. Yeah. But you're still together. Maybe, but you know what? Something fucked up would happen there. Really? There would be something you don't fucked trust up. yourself. Not, not so much myself, but there would All be right. weird, like, gratitude, like, relationship would form in a different kind of way. Something would be... That's just asking for mm. trouble. 
It is. And then you think about it, you're owing, you know, this person's just helped you get a life in, in Australia, you know, that's, that's a gratitude, like, life debt. Yeah. You know, that diff, that's a different sort of bond. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say trouble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even Stevens would be better, but yeah, that's, you're just asking for trouble. Mm. If you did that. Do you agree? I think you can do it. There might be trouble, but that's the risk you take. But why would you... Well, you take... But I think it... <laughs> that's the risk important, you It's an important risk. I think it would be good... Uh, do good strength tests of your relationship. You know, in engineering, you have strength tests to make sure... Wow. Can you marry someone else, please, so that we can test <laughs> the strength of our relationship? <laughs> please. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, James. No. I think it's an important part of. I don't uh, think it's an important part of it. A rela- uh, healthy oh, relationship. I hope for anyone who's listening, you think think about it. Think about this. Yeah. If you would do this, am I being crazy selfish? I mean, obviously it's situational. You've heard me on other podcasts. Yeah. I'm not a closed-minded asshole. Yeah. But you know, there are certain things that you know. I'm not going to be completely diplomatic for for every situation and be like umming and ahhing on the fence. I got to you know mm. give some sort of yes or no sometimes and yeah but I guess again depends on the situation I would still consider it but my initial reaction would be no yeah. but what would you do anyone listening tweet us please See, do you agree with me yeah, let or us James? Know. because tweet at Jim I'm, I'm interested now am I a terrible person <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> James Selfish, is gu- James is guilt tripping me <laughs> I know it's not even a jealousy thing it's not a jealousy thing it's just yeah. Hmm. There we go. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I'm a jealous person. Everyone. Everyone gets a bit jealous. But, where, but when I say that, and you say no, where is that instinct coming from? My gut. Yeah, your gut. What? But what's it thinking? What are the things that run through your mind? Um. I think the hardest thing is is lying to your friends, saying, "Oh yeah, my partner's married someone else." Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, I've. I have good instinct usually hmm. so I try and follow that as much as I can because when I don't then I always find myself going I literally should have I should have I literally just had this conversation in my brain and I did the opposite thing and this happened yeah I should listen to my instincts more often um yeah because they can be right but then sometimes going against them also isn't terrible mm-hmm. you can learn and discover and experience new things it just depends on how you go about it. You have to keep your rational head as well. Mm. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> well, it's been a great show. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Live <laughs> listeners. Thank thanks you. for listening. Podcast listeners. Um, thanks for coming out to Fremantle. It's a lovely day for it. Uh, Tanya. Thank you very much, Lee, for asking me questions I didn't know you'd prepared. Always I feel like I answered, I, we, we've discussed similar issues before, but, uh, you know, yeah, no, I wanted good. to dig deeper. Okay, it's fine. It's good. It's good. I like the surprise questions. I need mm-hmm. to just make some for you sometimes. The well, you can always put a question of the week suggestion in the show notes. Oh, I can, but notes. I don't want you to see it. <laughs> oh, we can put it in your own notes. I'm just, I'm just going to bring you it can, in one In day. the show notes, you can just say, I have a question prepared. Mm-hmm. Don't need to prepare one. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring one in one day and ask you and you're not going to know what it is. And you can you can react and yeah. have the mini freakouts that I have when I watch what's coming yeah. coming out of your mouth. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. It's a beautiful day up here. This is my favourite kind of weather. Just 
sunshine. I, I have to get and a I photo for a, the uh, cover art. And I can wear a jumper, and yeah, it's my favorite. It's hmm. great. Um, cool. Yeah, the rain well, stayed away. This was fun. We need to not leave it for like two weeks next time. Well, yeah. So hopefully, I'm not busy. My friend Mark, hi Mark, shout out. He's been listening to the podcast, and he's been asking me when the next one's coming up. So, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, I know you have Twitter at Tanya Alice underscore T A. N-I-A-A-A-L-I-S underscore. Yep. Uh, and I'm sure what your Instagram is. My Instagram is... If you t- want to see the body, hot body <laughs> photos, if I, if body put, panning photos. If I if put they put it up. up. If I put it up. Um, T-A-N-C-H-E underscore... No, I lie. T-A-N-C-H underscore X-I. Lovely. Punch, I'm uh, the guy called Tom. Um, pretty much everywhere. Uh, and you can find Jimish Femme at Jimish Femme on Twitter, Facebook slash Jimish Femme, and at jimishfemme.com. Um, check the show notes for show links um, at jimishfemme.com or in your podcast app if your podcast app supports them. Bye.